welcome to the 7th episode of Kai Rants. This is your host Kai. Today we're going to be talking about the 5th episode of season 2 of Euphoria. I literally just finished watching it one minute ago and I was like, okay, I need to talk about this. I think that this episode was so fucking deep. Like the whole episode, I felt like there was this weight on my chest. It was like difficult to breathe. Just crazy, like what cinematography can fucking do to you. For instance, there was just always this tension for the whole episode, and just Rue just always walking, you know, like that. First 15 minutes, damn, like those first 15 minutes were so fucking realistic because I feel like in a lot of movies, some scenes, like some argument scenes with family, are just not that realistic, you know what I mean? It just seems more scripted. But this, it's so fucking realistic, in my opinion, like. The way how it like escalates and happens and, and then you know rue she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry she feels bad but then she also i also i didn't know like do you think she said i'm so sorry i'm so sorry after like she went mental um about like wanting to know where the, the location of the suitcase is and then you know do you think she did that because she genuinely felt bad or she just wanted her fam to feel so bad so they can just give her the suitcase you know but also them just not talking for like five minutes when she's like where's yours bro that's just that's another level of fucking self-control you know just like being able to just stand there and just not talk and like all this shit's happening and then when she like came out like you know raging at jules and jules was just like i love you i love you still like i think that's so difficult to say with like I feel like a lot of times people just usually talk back, you know, they're like, blah, 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 But then Jules, she was just there like, you know, I still love you. I know this is not you. Wow. Yeah. And do you think it was a good idea that Elliot told Jules or not? Like, I feel like, you know, he did it because they care about Rue. It's very understandable. But being in Rue's place and just your two friends betraying you, like, just puts you in such a tricky thing. Because obviously they want what's best for Rue and her mother to know that she's not been so bad at the same time it's just like oh it sucks it's so bad it's just it's just i don't know i feel like very bad for rue but i also feel like very bad sort of situation you know because like she's been trying to like keep it away from her mother but like how did her mother not know that she was sober you know what i mean like a lot of people that like have an obsession towards anything and this, this doesn't only have to be like drugs it can be, for instance, like eating disorders and stuff, you know? A lot of people, they don't really know what's going behind the scenes because usually people are really good at, like, hiding it and just become these, like, wow, just, like, the drug or, like, the thing that they're obsessed with that is not good for them consumes them. You just become a different person because of this. Oh, and I just, I feel that on some kind of level. It gets the best of you and you just start lying and yeah and then and then oh god the way she outed fucking cassie and was like how long have you been sleeping with nate jacobs oh that was so bad i mean i get it but like i know that cassie wanted to do the good thing she was like trying to like give a solution but the way she said it that was so dumb it was so like just take you one day at a time like it's that easy for you. I, I knew when the people just like try to give solutions without even understanding the depth of what you're going through you know i feel, i get it you want to help if you want to help me please like think about it a little more and try to understand me and then give me a solution i just hate one trigger warning for us it's like people that have eating disorders 
Yeah. Some people, it's it's very difficult for them to eat, and it's not with them. It's it's with their brain, and it's just it's difficult, you know. And then people are like, just eat more. No, bro, no. That's just like that's the worst thing you can say to someone that has an eating disorder, or like some that someone that suffers from binge eating disorder. You just say, I eat less. Like, bro, no, that it's not that easy. It's not that fucking easy. You know, it's not about eating more or less it's like your brain controlling you and consuming your thoughts and it's so hard to like say no to an impulse that's coming from your brain that you can't fucking control so it's just like cassie being there like just taking one day at a time like bro i get where you're coming from but don't say that you know it just yeah just try to at least say something that is not obvious like for instance for you people i'm eating sort of again treating trigger warning eat more eat less no be like i'm here for you and i'm gonna help i'm gonna help you you know because you can't really do anything for someone that is going through something it's just it's just whatever you say or whatever you do usually won't help them that person needs to decide themselves and just try to like you know you can for instance let's say someone that is suffering from anorexia or just any type of eating disorder because i know that there's not only two eating disorders which i hate because whenever like a lot of people that don't know about eating disorders whenever they talk about them they're just like oh there's only anorexia no there's so many types of eating disorders but i'm just talking about i guess the two main ones you know and also i don't know enough about all the other different type of disorders you know so that's why you know let's say you try to like give food to a person that's that's just the worst thing you can do because like i can i'm trying to like think of it think of and getting someone that in the brain of someone that's anorexia and just um i know that when they're eating that they're thinking oh my god like this is this much calories this is much calories and just calculating all the calories and being over overwhelmed but then they seem like the the way that the per- people look at you i hate when people look at you in a way that is like feeling bad for you it's the worst thing you know that look that someone gives for you when they feel bad for you and just that look and that you know they're watching you are you gonna eat or not gonna eat and then you feel that pressure and you feel like you have to eat and every time you're eating you just want to die and when you're eating that it's just but people don't get that they just don't get they're like i'll eat more that's it. it it can't be that hard no it is fucking difficult and it just goes on so many things or like for instance for you that are depressed oh just don't be depressed bro like okay if 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 it was that easy then then there would no not be any depressed people in the world and fucking i don't even know the correct statistics but i'm assuming that at least 80 percent or 90 percent of people fucking or 80 percent i don't even know i'm gonna research it but if i can suffer from depression or have suffered from depression sometime in their lifetime like everyone has suffered from depression in some time in their lifetime i don't i don't think there's anyone that has been like happy 24 7 and you can't even be too happy 24 7 which kind of makes me think you know how you're like a lot of times you go like oh if i get this or if i do this or if i accomplish this i'm gonna be happy how many times have you accomplished the thing you want to accomplish and then been happy for the rest of your life none I can just tell you zero. You're just happy for like two seconds, and then you're like, "Oh, I need more," or maybe you you can get be content. But for me, for instance, whenever I accomplish something, it's just I'm good for two seconds, and then I'm like, "Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next?" And there's another goal, another goal, another goal. And if you don't 
become content, then you're just never going to be content with anything you do. But that's not the point. And then, yeah, just Cassie saying that is just, oh, it's just so bad. And then, like, I get where it was coming from and I'm just, like, outing her. Because, like, it, it was meant to, like, come out at this point, you know? Because Cassie was already suffering inside and just feeling so depressed and sad and crying and having these attacks, panic attacks. Just all these, like, these, you know, emotions would just come out of shit and... Now, I feel like it's good that it came out, but it sucks that Rue out her out. But Rue literally did the same thing that Jules did, so Rue can't really get mad at, at Jules, you know, because she did the same thing. Now, now her friendship with Maddie's over, but why is over? Because it's something that they did, and it wasn't Elliot's place to say, and it wasn't Rue's place to say, but I guess you can't really control what people are going to say or not. So, damn, now Rue's going to face more trust issues. Yeah, which is like, it kind of also like affected me and I'm like, okay, now like, no, you really gotta know who you gotta trust or you can't trust. But I know that they're not saying it for the bad of them. Like, I know that Jules tried to help them, but is root for root saying, you know, that about Cassie, is that really gonna help her? I don't know. I mean, yeah, what she's doing is wrong, but I feel like Cassie should have just uh, said it to Maddie herself. But would she have ever said that? We don't. I guess we'll never know, you know? Jesus. Oh, and I feel so bad for Gia because, like, Gia is, like, she she's watching all this, like, everything that's going on with Rue and her mother. And, like, her mom, you know, is trying to help Rue. But Gia, I feel like Gia doesn't really get much attention from her mother. And she's more, like, Rue's, like, the more important kid because she has, like, the more... Like at the at the moment, you know, maybe G has more problems than we, we we're not gonna we don't really know from like the storyline and shit. But I feel like G is gonna she's either gonna just like stay like this or she's gonna revolt, you know, because you know kids th that don't receive enough attention psychologically just will do things. To get attention which is normal again so i don't i think that something's gonna happen to gia like she's gonna like maybe like do the same thing she's gonna like, do drugs and shit or like maybe do something or maybe she's gonna see how fucking shitty drugs can make you and just like put you in a place you know but also it's just i know that like no one wants to be an addict of anything, you know? You just... The more you do it, you just... For anything in life, you just... Become more inclined to do it, and then you, you up your tolerance. What happens when you up your tolerance? You can't get satisfied from how you did it in the beginning, so you need to do it more and more and more and more. And then it consumes you, and then you just can't stop. So, either is gonna see this cycle and not get into it at all, or she's gonna fall into the same cycle, but for now we don't know what's gonna happen. But yeah, God, and also like, why is Jules like getting like fucking jealous of like Elliot and Rue when she's literally sleeping with Elliot from right? I don't know. I feel like this three-way friendship wasn't really the best. I feel like you know Elliot and have this very different dynamic of a friendship and Jules 
and Rue have a very different friendship dynamic. So I felt like, I feel like there shouldn't be someone. But like, if that they didn't become friends, the three of them, then Elliot would probably wouldn't have said to Jules, and Jules wouldn't say it to the mom. But then Rue would, as she said, would unalive herself in a month. That's what she said in the episode. So I guess it was for the better. And also since, you know, this series is is uh, based upon the Sam Levinson, who's the writer, one of the producers in the show, uh, and now he's clean, I think that Rue's gonna become clean. But I don't think that she's gonna go to rehab, to be honest, because, like, uh, it's just, I mean, like, she went to rehab, and what happened? She relapsed the second she got out of rehab, you know? I feel like in rehab, the only thing she's going to think about when she's there is going to be like, I want, I want to do drugs, I want to do drugs. Or maybe she's going to be like, oh, okay, I don't want to do drugs anymore. But, you know, it just depends. It really, really fucking depends. Oh, God. I still I still feel like I can't breathe. Because, like, I just feel, I don't know, like, oh, my like lungs are compressed and shit. It's just not normal. And also, like, Oh, it's so bad because like everyone, no one wants her in her house, like in their house, and then she goes to Fez and Fez kicks her out. Which I mean, I get it because she already th- she has done this a couple times, and she didn't like was gonna break shit's stuff up and just want more drugs and shit, and he didn't want to deal with it. But now, like this girl, the only place she could go was to a fucking drug dealer's house. Like that's oh, that's so bad. You know, it's just, yeah, people want, like, a lot of people when things get tough don't want to deal with it, which, it sucks, you know. Like, poor girl, the only place she could fucking go to take a fucking shower and fucking, like, pee and, like, you know, get better was this fucking drug dealer's house. Ah, oh, and, like, bro, that, that, that little whole, whole, like, montage of ten minutes of her running away from the cops is just, I think that was so good. That was really good. I really liked it. It kind of made me feel like Spider-Man. I feel like maybe it's like it, it paid a tribute for Spider-Man. You know how in like the the first Homecoming movie, I think, like, someone, like from Tom, like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I, I was, yeah, it was Homecoming. Like he would, he just like had to run to everyone's house. Or also, you know, in the a Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie, um, Brad Pitt had to like run through all of these people's houses. Oh, that was so funny. So I think that's it kind of does pay tribute to that, I feel like. Or maybe not. God, and oh, I got so scared when she broke into that, like, the, that couple's house and just... The, the dog, oh. I, like, it's good that the dog did attack her. And how did she manage to, like, steal the 2000 and all the fucking jewelry when she got caught? That doesn't make sense to me. I feel like she, they, they should have been like, give me the money. You know? Because I don't think that Rue looks that scary to just, like, ask. Like, for, if someone broke to my ass and was freaking, like, two feet tall or something and just, like, you know, muscled up, fucking toned as fuck, I would get a little scared to ask the person for money, to be honest. I'd be like, okay, you make me Okay, yeah, you know. Um... Baru, you know, like, I don't think it would be that difficult, like, I don't think, I think she would probably, like, give the money back, or maybe she was just, like, yeah, maybe, like, keep, like, two, three jewelries in her pocket, and then, like, they'll be fine for her giving, like, six, 
items of jewelry back because like I don't think it's that big of a loss for them because they look they look pretty wealthy or maybe it's fake wealth and they have everything by paying monthly but you know I, I don't think it's necessary to overanalyze <laughs> um but yeah also bad because like although the drug dealer like she's so scary because those people are so scary to me that, that they're so calm but like she's a fucking drug dealer and like she can like go crazy at any second but then you know oh god that was just that was just funny to be honest like i feel like that woman is gonna fucking burst into anger and just like become like fucking serial killer like woman in like one second it's just it's so scary it's so scary and oh how she like woke up in the morning and tried to run away and then like fucking the, the the keys and shit oh she made so much noise when she was like trying to open and I, it just it just oh, it made me so annoyed it made me feel like one of those like fucking horror movies and shit uh, like i feel like one of the guys was just gonna wake up and like you know like there was gonna be like a jump scare or like she's trying to open the keys she like turns around nothing then tries to open the keys like looks at the door lock and then she turns around and there's that that person that pops up like what are you doing with like a gun to her head oh i feel like that was gonna happen but it didn't so thankfully it didn't jesus oh that was scary that was really really fucking scary euphoria man wow that was deep it's good good series good series and i'm so happy that there's a season three and also we didn't have a fucking fexy scene bro like i want a fucking if you also don't know what fexy is it's fez and lexi uh, just like I, oh, I just really want them to just be a thing. I don't know. And you know how there's gonna be this like Lexi's doing this play. I feel like in her play she's also gonna in the Oklahoma play she's gonna uh, incorporate a scene with uh, like she's gonna literally re reenact the whole scene with like Rue, Cassie, Maddie, and shit, and then Rue being like, "How hey, do you fuck my ex-boyfriend?" Well, like that's gonna be a scene, and she's gonna like put Rue to as a character i feel like it's gonna happen i'm just so curious what's gonna happen also there's a lot of theories of that like rue's maybe gonna die and shit so yeah i don't know do you think she's gonna die guys or not i don't think she's gonna die but i f i don't know what's gonna happen Ugh. that's how it ended i don't i think that rue entered their house or maybe someone else entered the house <gasps> imagine Rue's dad is not is actually not dead and he faked his death and then he entered the house and then the mom's like what and then the way she's gonna become sober is because her dad is back <gasps> oh my oh god I feel like that could happen you know that's such a that's such a cliche thing to happen though if that happens you know I mean I'd be like wow damn writers you know but I can't I don't think I can be the judge to say anything because it's it like euphoria is a great plot so maybe it I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I hate it when like this. It's like this. Like you have to wait every week for a new episode. I just watch like I want them to release like the eight episodes and it's done. And I just binge it the whole night. Like I was just you know started at fucking like, eight p.m. and then, like ended at fucking I don't even know around four or five a.m. and just be like wow. But then also, like, I feel like that's, they only do that to earn more money. Because think of it like this. It's either gonna be, like, fucking, I don't even know, 40 million people or, like, 
30 million people watching it at the same time one week and then talked about for two weeks and then the hype dies but now the hype continues for like two months you know and yeah it's and then just and then the more we talk about it because now the season you know a lot of people are obsessing about so the more we talk about it the more tiktoks we do about it and because like we're waiting then word of mouth as i as i say in every fucking episode and then like everyone's just like and then more viewers more fucking viewers more money and higher salaries and she but i think that honestly this episode is one of um zendaya's one of the her best performances that i watched like yeah that fight scene bro and like the whole episode her walking like that like oh damn but yeah thank you for listening to this little reflection my thoughts on euphoria and see you soon